We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the Rotowire NFL Show. I'm Adam Zedrug, joined by Ryan Belangi. I'm stepping in for Scott Jenstead today. He is, you know, we're going on Thanksgiving. It's Friday. It's the day after Thanksgiving. So someone had to step in for him. I'm stepping in for him. I am the soccer editor at Rotowire, but I do uh, I do tango with NFL DraftKings and, and FanDuel a little bit. But for yesterday, there's a lot of points in Thursday's Thanksgiving games, Ryan. I had a lineup that involved Pollard and Ezekiel Elliott, and unfortunately I went uh, Gabe Davis over Isaiah McKenzie. Just a couple bad plays. Did you have any success yesterday? I did not have any success <laughs> yesterday. Um, I pretty much jammed Gabe Davis. Um, I was under on Justin Jefferson, and yeah, also uh, I didn't have any McKenzie. With with all the Bill stacks I have, of course, I didn't get to McKenzie. So yeah, wasn't a great day for me either. Um, but we have another slate on Sunday. We can get it back. Yeah, let's do it. But before we get there, it's easy to find Derrick Henry's statistics from this year. With a quick Google search and a visit to Pro Football Reference, you can see that he's rushed for over 900 yards and nine touchdowns. But that raises more questions. How many other players have hit those marks through nine games? How many did it at Henry's age? To answer those questions, there's Stathead. Stathead is your all-access pass to the Pro Football Reference database. In Stathead, you can compare up to six-player stats by side-by-side to determine who to start and who to sit. Or you can dig through advanced stats to find the perfect player to add off waivers. There's an array of simple tools that unlock an endless number of search options, all using the same easy-to-use interface that you already know from Pro Football Reference. Plus, Stathead lets you browse Pro Football Reference ad-free. Sign up with the promo code ROTOWIRE for $20 off an annual subscription to Stathead. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So, Sunday slate, we got 11 games on it, and if you're watching on YouTube or Twitter, we have the odds up, the odds on our NFL odds page, and two things stand out to me. There's a lot of pretty low over-unders here, pretty low totals here. You usually get, you know, maybe one or two games that are over 50 points on the over-under. I'm seeing the highest right now, we're sitting at about 48, but the two games that stand out to me, we got Cardinals, Chargers, 
Raiders, Seahawks, both late games. Are those the two ones we're probably going to be focusing on the most in the show? Yeah, for the most part. Yeah, I think you nailed it. I think this is the first slate where we haven't had a, a 50 point total that I can remember. So yeah, a lot of low totals. Those two games you mentioned, the 48 totals in the afternoon, they also have the closest spreads. So yeah, I do think people will look to those games for stacks. Um, I think there's a couple other ones maybe we could target. I see um, the Dolphins have a, a 30 and a half implied total for a really good matchup against Houston. Um, that game has a 14 point spread and a lot of people don't like to target games with spreads like that just because of the blowout risk and um, but I think it'll keep the ownership somewhat down uh, on the Dolphins side. And there's a few pieces on the Texans that you could run it back with. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, there's not many appealing games on the slate. You know, all these other totals are 43, 42, even less than that. Um, so I think people will, will heavily focus on those afternoon games. Yeah, we got these two that are at 38. And under, we have we have the Justin Fields question mark going against the Jets. And Broncos against Panthers won't be talking about those games very much. There's not a ton to say about them. But for quarterback here, we're, we're going to start here at quarterback. Uh, I mean, if you see our graphic on YouTube, we're highlighting Kyler Murray going against this Chargers defense. Kyler Murray, I think the question here is, he's, well, he's 6,800, but he's coming off a hamstring injury. And sometimes you're playing Murray just to get those extra rushing yards. We saw it on Thanksgiving. You play Josh Allen. He was max price. You play him to get those rushing yards because he adds that little boost. Uh, I think whatever he had, 70, 80 rushing yards. That's kind of what you want with Murray. But are you kind of worried about that hamstring injury at all? Yeah, you know, it's nice to see him without an injury designation. You know, the reason I decided to to highlight Murray is because we look at it, look at his salary the last, uh, the whole season, 7,400, 7,500, 7,400, 7,400, 7,600. So this is a big drop. I mean, and that's why he projects well. Um, he's in the highest total game. Uh, he has rushing upside. Um, but so, so just in general, before we break this down, um, we just had the Thursday night slate, you know, yesterday on, on Thanksgiving and for this weekend slate, you know, there's not really any projections out yet. There's, there's definitely not ownership projections out. So it's a little tougher to know where people are going to go in cash games at the moment, especially because there's some key injuries um, that we'll talk about later. Um, but yeah, back to quarterback. I think, you know, Justin Fields is obviously question number one. Um, he's just, he's been great recently, obviously five straight games with at least 22 fantasy points. Um, Last week was the week I decided to jump off, and it did not work out. Um, I went to Allen like quite a few people did. Allen had like a 12-point floor game. Fields did fine. This one, man, you know, I love the rushing upside, but it's an expensive price tag for for a team with a 16. What, what's their total? Um, for a team with uh, yeah, 16. Yeah, point dogs, so. Yeah, a total just over 16. I mean, the Jets' defense is really good. Um, I don't know. What do you think? I mean, yeah, what do you think about Fields? Like, I still I, – I think people will still go there in cash. Um, not as many and maybe not as so much in the higher stakes, but I don't know. He's been good. I I, I don't think so. 7,400. I know it's it's a shoulder issue, so that, I mean that that's fine for for those rushing stats that you're basically relying on with him. But you just look at the matchup, and I think the Jets have a pretty good defense. I think they're fast enough to where they're basically going to focus around stopping that. And I mean, at this point, it used to be a thing where Field was so cheap that you couldn't afford to fade him at all. But now he's seventy four hundred to where. You can get guys like Murray and Tua that are cheaper than him, who you know have better matchups than he does. So, I mean, you're you're paying for the the rushing yards. You're basically paying for eighty rushing yards and a touchdown to eighty rushing yards and a touchdown for him right there. Is it worth it? Probably not. I mean, this probably is, not, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, because if you don't get that, 
you're just dead. I mean, he, you know, he hasn't been passing for ma- for many yards, so you can't really expect to get there on that. Um, yeah, I agree with you. I'll just close it off with it, and this is the reason I'm going to fade him. Um, that matchup has the biggest mismatch in offensive de- defensive line on the slate. Uh, the Jets have the fifth-ranked defensive line, and the Bears, I think, are second last, their 31st-ranked offensive line. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I like the Bears' defense in that matchup. Should be some sacks. And, yeah, too expensive for fields, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess just going down, <clears throat> let's see what, what the other options are. I do like Kyler, though, at that price tag. Um, going down, Geno Smith and Tom Brady, um, just because they're cheap, will have decent projections. I mean, it's really weird to see Brady at 5,800. It's like, it's still not something that I'm, I really ever do in cash games, but he's never been below 6K. Um, so he's going to have a good projection. I could see people maybe doing that. I don't think people will go below that though. Um, I don't know. What do you think? Did I miss anybody or? No, I think there's the, the, all these guys that stand out below Brady. I guess you have Derek Carr right here against the Seahawks defense, but you know, Seahawks, They've been they've been okay defensively, but just Derek Carr is too unreliable, really, especially for cash games. I think you know Brady's almost kind of un, too unreliable for cash games as well. Uh, I, I agree. mean, playing at Cleveland, I don't know what the weather is, but anytime you're going at Cleveland, it's just like, especially with Brady with how he's looked, it is off the buy, and people are like, yeah, Brady off the buy, okay, he's gonna the the Bucks are gonna turn around, they're gonna turn into what whatever they were two years ago, kind of a thing. I guess if you want to play, if you're in that mindset, you can go there, but I'm I'm not sure you need to really. Or yeah, it, you, yeah, you're right. I don't think you need to. Um, I think we're gonna have enough value on this slate where I'm not gonna go below Kyler. I don't see a need to in in cash games. I mean, you want those raw points um, at quarterback, and I think Kyler's got good value and good upside. Yeah. So running back time. Running backs, yeah. Um, running backs is interesting. Um, we're not going to pay up for any of these guys in cash. Uh, there's some mid-range guys um, that are going to be pretty good value. Um, I think like starting with Josh Jacobs, I'm probably not going to go that high, but he's been getting so much volume that he projects so well. I mean, if you look at the game log, 27 touches last week, 27 touches the week before. I mean, still involved in the passing game. That's just so much volume. So I think it'll start with Josh Jacobs, at least the consideration. Um, and then going down, Kenneth Walker uh, in in th- that nice game, Seattle and Vegas. Um, Kenneth Walker, people are going to see six receptions on eight targets last week. Um, we already loved him as a rusher, but when he's involved in the passing game now, and there's no reason that he shouldn't be involved in the passing game, I think. Um, he just sort of wasn't when he first started playing, but he was good at catching passes in college. Um, so I think, you know, yeah, yeah Kenneth State, Walker, what up? Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I think Kenneth Walker is a pretty good option. Um, going down, James Connor is going to be in consideration because the matchup is so good. Um, teams really target the chargers. The chargers have a really bad run defense. Connor's been catching passes. That's one of the better games to target. Um, and then who might be the most, actually who will be the most popular? Well, depending is going to be Jeff Wilson, actually, I think at least right now, because it looks like most going to be out. Um, the Texans have the worst run defense in the league. We talk about it every week. Wilson's coming off 119 yards uh, against Cleveland and a touchdown, and he's been catching passes. And, I mean, if, if Mostert's out, like, yeah, Wilson will be a lock, just just a lock uh, in that matchup, especially, you know, 14-point spread. It's going to favor the running game. Um, and one more guy, here's some important injury news to monitor. is going to be um, Fournette. Fournette questionable. Um, he was injured last game, and we saw – um Rashad, Rashad White. White yeah Rashad White um he's looked really good too and he had 22 carries for 105 yards last week um and he's been catching passes before that too I mean if Fournette w- w- was to be out then yeah I mean just a complete lock obviously for for 5100 so 
I think that's the stuff to pay attention to. Um, I don't know. I, I went through that kind of quick. Maybe I forgot someone. What do, what do you think? Um, I think you said it on the top. It's just why spend up on some of these guys when we have the, the Wilsons and Whites. I mean, Wilson was already his first game uh, with the Dolphins. Like, he was already taking carries from Mostert. And then if you throw an mm-hmm. injury in, it, I mean, it, it almost seemed like he was already the number one guy. He kind of stole that job pretty quickly. So, yeah, uh, you got to think he's going to get a lot of carries against the Texans. And let, I mean,. Yeah, and that's a good point. No, that's a good point. Um, he's a good play regardless of whether right. Mostert plays or not. I mean, you're right. He is already the number one uh, back. Mostert is playing like a secondary role. At least he has been. I was just eyeing like James Conner because he's going against the Chargers who are can't stop the run against anyone. But again, he's in this 6,600 range to where do you want to spend the money on someone like James Conner only because of matchup? Maybe, but it's still a little higher up than you'd want to spend on him, really. Yeah, um, no, I agree. Um, if, you know, I guess if, if Fournette were to play and, you know, and you don't have the Rashad White value, I mean, you, you might be able to consider him as a last piece. I mean, yeah, it is a good matchup. He does score a lot of touchdowns. He does catch passes, and... Just in general, um, people might look at. I'm not saying to play Connor, but just if 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 Connor if we were going to play Connor, you might see Kyler Murray and Connor and think, oh, I don't know, quarterback and running back in cash games. It's fine in cash games in a situation like this when both uh, are a good price and both are in one of the best games on the slate. Do you think Jacobs and Walker are going to be less popular than? We'd, we'd think otherwise. Like, how much are people going to put into this weather? Someone's asking us in the chat. Um, oh, it's yeah. 44 degrees, slight chance of a rain. Are people going to put a lot into that? And maybe they're actually going to just plug these running backs in because of the, the cold, because of the possible rain. It's like, okay, they're going to run a little more. Um, yeah, no, I, I think that's a good point. Um, it definitely favors the backs a little. Um, I think it's just going to depend on what cheap value we have. Um, but I mm-hmm. think people will definitely play one back from that game, possibly two, but it, I think definitely one back from that game because yeah, no, no one's really, no one's going to fade Jeff Wilson. I don't think. Um, but yeah, um, the weather in that game probably is going to help the running backs. I, have to, I think I have to mention one more guy. So Cam Akers is apparently the starter again for the Rams uh, going against the chiefs. The Rams don't really have an offensive line. But the only way I think the Rams have a chance to stay in this game is if they just try to run the ball, get the clock moving kind of a thing, instead of getting getting Stafford beat up or I guess whoever's going to be their quarterback beat up kind of a thing. But 4,900 for Akers, I mean, it's behind a bad yeah. offensive line, but I guess this is more of a, a tournament play kind of a thing. But you have any thoughts on that? Um, I, no, I, I actually think it's a good tournament play um, because just no one's really going to do it, and he's so cheap. He could just bust one off. I mean, there's always a chance that he could rush for 100 yards here, even though, like you said, bad offensive line. But they don't have a quarterback. I mean, they don't have they don't have anything else um, in terms of cash games and just that game in general. The Rams, 13.5 implied total is, I think, the lowest of the season. Um, and it's just wild. a quick, yeah, just a quick note on that. The Chiefs' defense for 2,800 is just the defense for cash games. I mean, at home against that that Rams team, but yeah, um, Acres in in tournament to be no one would know to roster him. So yeah, it makes sense for the large large field stuff. Uh, another guy off injury. So Gus Edwards looks like he's going to be back, probably splitting some kind of role with Kenyon Drake. Both those guys, 5,700, 5,600, going against the Jags. Ravens haven't really looked that good, that explosive lately, but it is against the Jags. So uh, what are your thoughts on playing probably Edwards over Drake, but uh, do you have do you have a preference between those two? Yeah, I, th- I think it would have to be Edwards over Drake, but just in general, I don't really want any part of the Ravens. Yeah. They've been pretty disappointing. Um, yeah, I think I'm just going to be off the Ravens. All right, so for wide receiver, we got, I mean, we got all the big names up top, Hill and Adams. Hopkins is kind of intriguing here, 7,700. Uh, who are the guys that, that stand out here? 
Yeah, wide receiver is interesting. Um, is there one guy that like absolutely stands out for cash games? I honestly think Keenan Allen kind of stands out because he's 6,100. That's exactly who I was going to say. <laughs> um, when you asked me who we should put on the cover of this podcast, he was almost who I went with. Um, yep, Keenan Allen, I think, is the cash game play. And there would be no question if Mike Williams gets ruled out. We'll talk a little more about that game later. But, yeah, it's just too cheap for Allen, you know, because he hasn't really played much this season and he just came back. Um, so I think Allen, yeah, he looks like the first guy in for me. Um, I don't think you're going to be able to spend all the way up, and I just probably doesn't make sense for, for cash games. Um, the guy, you know, maybe the if we get enough value, you mentioned Hopkins, that's probably the highest, the highest you'd go. Um, a ton of volume, a ton of volume for Hopkins. 12 targets in four of five games. Um, so, yeah, I really like Hopkins for tournaments. Not sure you're going to be able to get there in cash games. Other guys who look pretty good, um, people will consider Chris Godwin for 6K. It's, it's too cheap. It's too cheap for the volume he gets, actually. Um, I think he'll be relatively popular. Um, and then I also think McLaurin could be relatively popular. He was like sort of the chalk last week and disappointed, uh, only four catches, 55 yards. But people liked that price tag last week, and now he's 100 cheaper. And the matchup against Atlanta is one of the better matchups in football for, for the passing game usually. Um, so I think that range right there is strong. Keenan Allen, Chris Godwin, Terry McLaurin. There's probably a few other guys too. Yeah, that range right there around the 6K. Like uh, the, These Seahawks guys are in here as well. Lockett and Metcalf mm -hmm. are, are right here. There's... Um, what Amari Cooper, you, everyone knows his home away splits. And I guess technically last week's game was, was on the road, but, um, you know, they're at home against the Bucks who, the, uh, their defense is getting a little healthier. And I think they showed up in their last game, at least against the run. And I mean, as we saw in, in years past for the Bucks teams, just kind of avoid running the ball against them. I'm not saying obviously the Browns aren't going to do that because of Chubb and, and everything, but I think at some point that at some point the Browns are going to have to pass, and Cooper's the guy right there. Now, I guess you can mention Donovan People Jones as well, wherever he's priced. But forty six hundred, yep. forty eight hundred, um, yeah. So forty forty six hundred, yep. Um, or forty eight hundred. Sorry, yeah, forty eight hundred. Uh, yep, definitely two guys I was going to mention. Um, not for cash games so much, but definitely for tournaments because you figure that they're going to have to pass. Um. Just trying to see if there's any cheap, you know, oh, yeah, there's a cheap guy we're going to have to talk about for cash because people are probably going to do it. You're going to have to monitor injury news here, but um, the Cardinals, um, yeah, so Rondale Moore, I believe he's going to be out, and he's he, he's been crushing as the slot receiver. Is it um, Dorch season? Oh, yeah, George came too. in last week and had the best game of his career. Um, nine catches for 103 yards, and he's he only 3,100. He didn't practice Thursday. He has a thumb injury. Yeah, I see that. It, I think he's going to be okay. I, I think he's okay, okay from, from what I saw. Um, the, the reason why I'm just not saying it's a lock is because Hollywood Brown is coming off the IR this week. Um, they say he's going to be on a pitch count. Um but, you know, even with Hollywood back, Dorch will be the slot guy, you know, in sort of the, the Rondell Moore role. Um, so he is in play. Keep keep an eye on keep an eye on news in that game. Yeah, basically if he if he's good to go at thirty one hundred, he might be the most popular wide receiver in cash. He games. might he, he he might be. It's it's interesting because sometimes you don't necessarily need that. Like, for instance, I don't think if we were to play like cheap running backs like Wilson and if you got the Tampa guy as well, White, um, I'm not sure people would go down to Dorch just with Hollywood Brown back, at least in the higher stakes stuff. Mm -hmm. You're right, though, he's going to be popular. I mean, if Moore's out, but I just don't know that he's an absolute lock. It's not one of those slates where. Um, we got to pay 85 for Allen or 92 for. 
Cooper Cup or so. So maybe. <clears throat> so if we move to tight end here, this is, I don't know how you guys feel about it, but this is just like the dumbest position. <laughs> um, it's dumb for DFS. It's dumb. It's dumb in regular fantasy. Uh, it's just like, okay, Kelsey's up here 7,700. Andrews is 6,500. Then everyone else is almost 5K and below outside of Kittle here. It's just like, do you want to spend on these good guys or do you just want to take a, a gamble on any of these cheap guys? It seems like there's always like one cheap tight end that everyone is kind of glued onto. So is mm-hmm. there is there someone like that this week? Yeah, well, you're right. Um, that it's dumb? This, or? Well, yeah, uh, sort of. Um, <laughs> for cash games, you know, people don't like to spend up. Um, it's usually not the move to spend up at tight end. So you're right. People get fixated on one sort of cheap guy. And in recent weeks, we've had plenty of good cheap options. I mean, just about every week this week right now, I think it's it's the weakest I've ever seen. Um, scrolling through these cheap tight ends. I mean, there's nothing, there's nothing really to, to love. I mean, if I had to pick one out, I think people will consider Foster Moreau. Like, let's start all the way down to say. Foster Moreau, 3,400. So he's like the start of the consideration, but again, not a great option. Um, going down, I think you could, could could see people consider Logan Thomas. Now, like, healthy and five catches last week. He's 3K. But, I mean, there's really... There's really nothing here. Like none of these guys, like Hayden Hurst for 3,300 had been projecting well. Now with uh, Jamar Chase back, I don't know that that's pretty thin as well to go to someone like Hayden Hurst. I don't know. You know, people have been playing Dulcich. He's 3,700. I would only consider that if Jerry Judy uh, ended up being out again. I mean, don't love that. So I don't know, man, there's, there's not much here. There's not much here. Uh, for tournaments, I guess, since since we're at tight end, I'll mention one guy I like. Um, I like Trey McBride for 3,100 on the Cardinals. Uh, he is Zach Ertz's replacement. He had four catches last week, and I think for, for that price, you know, it wouldn't be that, that surprising if he scored a touchdown. Um, but, yeah, this is, this, this is weak. The tight end position is very weak. Um, but I still don't think people are going to spend up. Are you looking to either Kelsey or Andrews for any of your lineups or? Yeah. Um, I don't think Kelsey, I don't know. Like that, that chiefs game, that chiefs game just, it doesn't seem like one I want to stack. I don't know. Um, Kelsey has a one-off maybe, maybe. Yeah. I could see that. Um, I don't know. I think I'd be more likely to take a shot on Andrews, though. Just the, the twelve hundred price difference is is enough for me. I don't know. I normally I ha- I haven't been paying up at tight end, but but that's because we'd had so many cheap options. You're right. We don't this week, so maybe for tournaments it's the right move. Yeah, I wonder if you know some of the game log watchers just look at what Andrews has done in the last couple games, and you know it's not as as much as they want. So they see that and like, ah, I don't, I don't see the current upside for him. So I'm not going to go there. So, I mean, he's always a guy that's in play for a touchdown and a hundred yards in this, in this offense. So. Yep. You know, you're right. I, and I think I, I, that's a great point. That's exactly what I was thinking. He's cheaper than he's been. I mean, you look 7,400, 7,100, 7k now 65. So yeah. Uh, I think you hit it. I think Mark Andrews in tournaments is a pretty good call. It's not the worst cash game play either. If we get all that value, it's not the worst cash game play. There you go. Before we get into, I guess, defense, we got a little special something here for you. Ryan has some some projections. But no house advantage is changing the game by offering the most dynamic fantasy sports platform available today. Play and pick them contests versus other people for the shot at winning big cash prizes. Download the app, choose a contest, select your player props, earn points for correct picks, and climb the leaderboard for your shot of hundreds of thousands of dollars every week. You can also test your skills versus the house and 20 times your entry if you hit all your picks. Bet on up to five-player prop on over-unders or individual player matchups across every major sports league, including NFL, NBA, MLB, PGA, MMA, and NASCAR. 
unfortunately no soccer here, but sign up now with promo code NHAWIRE. That's N-H-A-W-I-R-E at nohouseadvantage.com or download the app on the app stores to get a first deposit match up to $25. Make sure to check out No House Advantage today and experience daily fantasy sports redefined because it's not just how you play, but also where you play. You won't want yeah. to miss out on this. Yeah, I, I so I checked out no house advantage um i found a few over-unders that i really like actually well one seems like a slam dunk that's jeff wilson they got it set at 61 and a half rushing yards i mean we talked about him already he had 119 last week he's got basically the best matchup in football this week so slam dunk on jeff wilson's over 61 um and then a couple receivers um the first one I'm going to take Christian Kirk's over, uh, 56, 56 over for Christian Kirk, um, 105 last week, 76 the week before. Um, and this matchup against the Ravens, no one's been able to run on the Ravens. Uh, their run defense has been really good recently. So, I mean, I, I, they're going to have to use Kirk and they'll probably be playing from behind. So I like that one. And one more, I mentioned McLaurin going to be a bounce back week for McLaurin his prop is at 70, 70 and a half. So give me the over on McLaurin as well. All right. So defense, I assume these conversations are usually pretty quick here, but you already mentioned, uh, who did you mention here? You mentioned the Chiefs. The Chiefs. 2,800 cheap against the Rams. I mean, that's pretty, uh, Stafford ha- is already ruled out. So that, that's kind of what we're getting. They are already struggling with Stafford. Uh, yeah, right. You mentioned um, the implied implied total here for him, and it's kind of a no brainer in cash games. Yeah, it's really a no brainer. People would be rostering the Chiefs uh, even if Stafford was playing, just because they've been a team to target with that shaky offensive line. Um, you know, people always go cheap uh, defense in cash games, and there's not much else down here. You know, so it's just yeah, you, the Chiefs are a lock for cash games. If we look to try to get different in tournaments, um, two that stand out to me, I mentioned the Jets already for 3,300. I think that's a good spot. I think, you know, Fields is a guy that can turn the ball over um, and take sacks. So it's a great spot for the Jets and a great spot for the Commanders, uh, whose defensive line is healthy now and actually one of the best defensive lines in football. Uh, Mariota doesn't have Kyle Pitts anymore. Uh, it should be a tough day for, for Mariota and Washington. So, I mean, I really like those three. I can't really see myself going anywhere else. I mean, does that any, any, anything else stand out to you? I was, I was just going to say for tournaments like this chiefs play while it is, it is, you know, the no brainer in cash games, but yeah. So Bryce Perkins is, is set to start here and I, I've seen him play in college. That's, I didn't catch what he did for the Rams last game, but he was a player who it's he's kind of a run first quarterback and his accuracy was not the best. So it almost feels like Perkins is kind of going to be playing kind of like Justin Fields to where he may have 15 to 20 carries. And that's going to like, re- that's going to reduce the amount of sacks that the chiefs can get. Maybe they're still yeah. going to allow 10 points or less, but if you don't get yeah. the sack upside kind of a thing, uh, then that I, I think there's there are plenty of reasons not to pick the Chiefs in, in yeah. tournaments. It, yeah, that's a good point. It also might reduce his interceptions. Um, and then another reason is they're they're going to be the most popular, and mm-hmm. it's always you know obviously good game theory to fade that. There is one other thing I should mention: um, crazy low total, thirty six in the Broncos Panthers game. Um, so either of those defenses are fine. Uh, so you got the Panthers, 3K. Um, and where are the, oh, the Broncos are all the way up there. No one's, nah, I, I wouldn't roster the Broncos, but uh, no one else will either. So I guess that's a reason too. That, that, that total is very low. Yeah, do you ever spend up on defense? I, I just never can do it. Yeah, no, I, I almost never can do it. Um, the times I will is when we have, like a 3k wide receiver or 
4K running back or like when Justin Fields was 5K and like maybe you get a mid-price tight end where you just have the money, you know, or else Mm -hmm. I'm with you. No no way. All right, so that's kind of about it for cash games. Yeah. so we mentioned we mentioned these two games we've been talking about Raiders Seahawks Chargers Cardinals those are going to be the most popular games. So what what is the method if you still want to attack those games? What is the method to winning tournaments? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, good question. Um, well, I really so my favorite stack is the Cardinals Chargers matchup. If I had to pick one. Um, a few reasons. I think that that game is going to be the fastest, the fastest paced game on the slate. Um, the Chargers play at the fastest situation neutral pace in the league. They also rank second in average play clock remaining. Um, so it just leads to their games having a lot of points. And on the other side, the, the Cardinals lead the league in no huddle rate. So there's almost no chance this game doesn't have a lot of plays, at, le- at least in my opinion. Um, both the quarterbacks are affordable. They're both about the same price. Um, and there's a lot of good options on each side. Like, you know, we mentioned Keenan Allen, great option. Kyler, Hopkins, Connor, Dorch, even that cheap tight end. I mean, this game's got everything. So you're right. I, I You know, obviously other people – are going to see this as well, and it's going to be popular. Um, There are ways to get different, you know, and you don't have to get as different as you might think. This sort of has been a season of chalk smashing. Um, Quite a few weeks in NFL, the chalk has smashed. Um, People have been sort of upset that winning lineups have had such high cumulative ownership. So, you know, it proves that, that it is possible. So you just need to get different in a few spots. Um, there'll be ways to do that at running back. Uh, there'll be ways to do that at defense, tight end. Um, so like if I stack that game, for example, maybe I won't play the chalkiest running backs. There's some, you know, when we talk about some tournament options at running back, um, yeah, I'll talk about some maybe GPP options there. Um, but yeah, I'm still going to be on that game. I just, I like, I like the spot too much. Um, I don't know what what are your thoughts to you on that game maybe or mm-hmm. do you like that other game or how popular is Eckler going to be here eighty five hundred Yeah, that's he's a good person to bring up because I'm planning on fading him and okay. I think other people will sort of think the same and I actually wrote in my article uh, that he's he's a leverage play in this game if you if you stack that game with Eckler at least I think you'll be able to get a bit of uh, I think, yeah, a bit of leverage. I think maybe that's what—that's why you were bringing him up. Um, he's hard to afford at eighty-five hundred, and people are, are going to be on cheap running backs. Eckler, so, Dorch. There you yep. go. That's a good combo right there. Seriously. Um, so yeah, I think. Yep, that's a good call. Way to get different in that game. Um, I just want to say like for this? that though. So that that the uh, this Cardinals Forty ers game is fresh in my mind. I think it was that Monday night, Sunday night, maybe. And it was just like the 49ers pretty much did whatever they wanted. It was like handoff to Debo or handoff even to whoever. It was just carving up Cardinals. Guys were wide open. What was it 38 to 10 or something in that game? And then you throw Eckler in here who, you know, he does it all. He hasn't been as consistent as we've seen in prior seasons, but he is a guy with 30-point upside. And if mm-hmm. if people are going to fade him, uh because because of something like that i mean it, it's it seems like a decent route as long as we don't project it to be too popular here right yep i agree with everything you said and then i'll, I'll just throw in of i guess sort of my own personal take as to why i was considering the fade um i'm slightly worried that the return of keenan allen is going to decrease some of that volume he's been seeing in the passing game i mean he's still going to catch passes of course but you see only two targets last week i know that was one game but that's the first game with keenan allen back keenan allen catches a lot of short passes um not saying eckler can't pay off that price tag we see him with three touchdown games all the time but that's just the reason that i was uh leaning towards a fade but uh yeah anyway 
That's a good point. Yeah, a, I mean, yeah. he, he really hasn't had that great of a rushing season. The Chargers offensive line hasn't been that good. And then you look back to week one where Allen played a little bit. I think that's when he got his original injury. Uh, Eckler had just four targets there. So kind of backs up what you said. But uh, so for tournaments, we're just going over positions again here. So you want to start back? Yeah, well, let's, um, yeah, um, let's touch on the, the Seahawks Raiders game. Yeah, okay, let's do um, that. Just because it's going to be another popular one. And um, I guess. I guess I'll go to you. Like, do you have a this Seahawks or Raiders? If you had to pick a side in that game, like, do you have a, a favorite side to stack? Uh, I prefer the Seahawks. They're at home. The Raiders aren't that good. Their defense has been this bad for years. Uh, I can't remember the last time the Raiders actually had a good defense. Uh, like, what they got Max Crosby, and that's kind of it. Uh, is their current? is what they currently have. So, I mean, you can look. We mentioned the Kenneth Walker situation, but he's going to be popular. Mm-hmm. So I'm probably not going to look that route. I'd rather, like, take the take the Geno Smith and those receivers route. That seems like the, the method that won't be as popular because the running backs are probably going to be more popular than the passing game in this because when you throw in the weather as well, that's kind of what everyone will be on. So, and I mean... We we've seen this happens in the NFL. It's just like oh weather. Uh, I'm gonna you know fade the passing game kind of a thing. And, and even though I think both these defenses are terrible, and then it's like oh actually, uh, even though it's 44 degrees, the sun is out, so it's it's kind of nice on the field, and maybe it doesn't even end up raining. And it's like okay, Geno Smith just goes off for 300 yards and a, and a few touchdowns, kind of a thing, because the Raiders aren't very good defensively. So. Uh, that's yeah. kind of my thoughts there. Um, I agree. I'm, I I would be on the Seattle side as well. Definitely going to want to pay attention to whether you're right. Um, right up until, right up until kickoff, you know, or at least just know what the weather's going to be. Because if it's going to be bad, I'm not going to force it. You're not going to want to play the passing game in that bad weather. But if it's going to be okay, yeah, I'm with you on the Seahawks side because I would want to play Devonte Adams. Um, He's just, he's been going under-owned every week. You know, people just don't want to roster him because he struggled for a while and just, well, Derek Carr did really. He had he had a few bad games um, and people don't really, he's been so low-owned the last three weeks and he's had 30-plus fantasy points every week. Um, I'm with you that I'd probably get off those chalky running backs and play Devontae Adams as a run back. You could also save a ton of money if you're on that game. You could save a ton of money and play... Um, Mac Hollins, nine more targets last week, six catches. And, like, we know he has a ceiling now Now that Renfro and uh, Baller are not there. So, yeah, that's what I do for that game. I think it's always been forgotten about that the Seahawks were actually kind of playing well, and then they went to set a game in Germany against the Bucks, where, yep, you know, they lost that one, didn't look that great. And they could have um, but- won it. Yeah, before that, it's like four straight wins. They're putting up points against, you know, some bad defenses. But 27 against the Giants is respectable. And now I'm just kind of surprised here. I mean, we got the odds pulled up. Only minus three and a half you can get at DraftKings. It does, it seems kind of off to me personally, just because the Raiders haven't really looked that good this season. Like, what what does a win against the Broncos even mean this season? Um, Mm Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you look at their prior games, they lost that Colts game, they lost the Jags, got shut out against the Saints. I'm not sure the Raiders have actually played a good game this season. Two wins against the Broncos, one win against the Texans. Uh, and that Texans game, they put on, I think, a, you know, a touchdown or two late to make that an 18-point game. So, I'll, I mean, not even DFS purposes, I'll just take minus three and a half with the Seahawks. I think they're, they're, this is the spot for them, I think. Yeah, I would lean Seahawks too. I agree. I think they're probably a little bit undervalued because people just still don't believe in Geno Smith. Um, and I think probably that'll show up in the betting market a little bit at least. Um, but I agree. I liked what I've seen. And I think their defense has been playing a lot better, especially at home. So, yeah, I, I'm with you on that one. Yeah, I wanted to – I had the weather report pulled up. And we mentioned a little bit about the Bucks against the Browns. But that one currently 51 degrees – 73% chance of a rain. So that kind of 
you think that kind of throws off like the Tom Brady consideration in cash cash games? Uh, yeah. If if it's going to be bad weather, for sure. Um. Yeah, and then Sorry, that would even inc- that would even increase like Rashad White then as well, I'd assume. Yeah, I mean <laughs> that Fournette news. Obviously, keep an eye on it, but yeah, he'd be the most popular player on the slate if Fournette was out. Yeah, wow, I see. Yeah, good catch there. That that game's supposed to have the worst weather on the slate. Okay, so yeah, um, yeah, it would definitely impact the passing game. And I might even have to think about Godwin. Uh, I might even have to think about Godwin. Although he's actually probably the guy you would want in that scenario. I mean, he's bare. The short he's been running crossers. so such. Yeah, he's the routes he's been running have been so short. So you'd figure he'd get he'd get the targets in that game. <clears throat> yeah, if you want NFL weather, uh, we got you. Just click the weather tab, and here you go. You can read all of. You can see all the weather here for all these games. Rain in this Broncos-Panthers game, but we're not playing anyone from that game anyway, so I don't think it matters. Um, yeah, so just for tournaments here. What, yeah. uh, for quarterback, who is who's going to be the guy to get 30 points and 5% ownership? Hmm. Yeah, what a question that is. Um, <laughs> T- Taylor Heineke. You think they're going to pass yeah. it that much, though? Yeah, against the no, Falcons, you know, right? You never know. Honestly, though, that's the type of yeah, that's the type of call for large field tournaments. Yeah, like a Taylor Heineke. I mean, just to talk about that stack for a second, it's pretty decent actually because it's so cheap, and you get Heineke, McLaurin. You could even throw in Logan Thomas, and then a run back that's that actually has some upside now is Drake London for 4,900. You know, he's been very underwhelming recently, but with Pitts now gone, he's like all they got. So, yeah, I think that's that's a Millie Maker type winning stack right there, or that, that $3.20 max tournament. Um, those type, these type of cheap quarterback plays, yeah, less than 5% owned. You're right. As far as uh, me, um, I'm going to be heavy on – Kyler and or Herbert, one of those sides. Um, another, the other one I'll mention. So I, I think paying up for Mahomes or Lamar is okay because I just they're not going to be very popular. So if you wanted to stack one of those teams, fine. I think it makes sense, uh, especially Baltimore. Just Lamar, Andrews, and like Christian Kirk, or even you could take a shot on Etienne. I know it's a bad matchup, but he catches passes. Um, the one that I'm looking at is Miami. Um, I think they're going to be less popular than you think they would be. Obviously, they're still going to carry ownership. It's a home matchup against the Texans. Um, but people don't like to stack those those blowout matchups, and I I think this one's okay because some of the Texans running back or runbacks are pretty interesting to me. My favorite one would be Nico Collins, and I like Nico Collins. Um, I think you could use them in other stacks as well, even just, you know, they're probably going to be behind the whole game. And he's a guy that maybe could get you some leverage in some spots. Like we'll talk about some other cheap receivers, but Collins, five catches in back-to-back games. Um, and he's also got big play upside. So I could run it back with Collins. Um, and then, yeah, you know, don't really need to say much about Tyreek. He's got his ceilings as high as anyone. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I've I've done, I've done some Texans, I don't know, passing stacks in prior weeks, and I, I <laughs> me too. I can't do it. It's never worked. It. It's never worked. I've tried it too. I know. <laughs> it was like beginning of the season. It was like okay, maybe Davis Mills isn't that bad. He showed some sparks at times last year, but I know. I mean, you look at his game log, a couple, a couple three hundred yard performances, but. This team just is not good. So yeah, uh, okay, that's I'm, that's actually the perfect segue just to close it out. Um, instead, you could run it back with like a Damian Pierce. Who mm-hmm. so Damian Pierce had been chalked the last two weeks and really disappointed. And now this week we have other backs who are going to be chalked. And there's a pretty good ta- chance Damian Pierce is going to get twenty plus touches here. You just need him to to break one and find the end zone. I mean, if they can keep the game relatively close. Um, 
So yeah, I, I don't mind that either. I will say just looking, uh, we mentioned the, the Heineke, the Drake London part. So the Washington defense, um, Chase Young, I believe, is back now. And they're already a good rush defense. And the Falcons, they only like to run the ball. And we saw last week Damian Pierce had 10 carries against them. And, like, we have maybe the Falcons take a different approach when Patterson, Algier, whoever is at, like, one yard after the first quarter or they have they can't run the ball basically so they they're forced mm-hmm. to pass so that mm-hmm. that goes back to what you're saying with drake london so that's the yep. kind of thinking there with the stack in that game um, i think it makes a lot of sense yeah uh, we're getting a question here back to cash games uh pacheco at 5500 for cash games any consideration yeah jp um i like pacheco this week just just not for cash he's a tournament play because he doesn't catch passes and there's too many good running backs in that range this week. Like you just, you won't be able to, you can't play him over like a Jeff Wilson or Kenneth Walker, even up top or uh, Rashad white. If, if Fournette's out. So I do like Pacheco. Um, that could be a good game script for him. hundred yard game last week. He's got touchdown upside, but a tournament play. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, for running backs though, we mentioned Eckler. I don't think McCaffrey is the guy here. Uh, he's not going to be popular. I, I doubt he's going to be popular, but that, I guess that makes him in play here. Um, who yeah. who stands out? It's probably like yeah. Walker and Jacobs are the guys, it seems like. Uh, but yeah. they'll be the popular ones. So for ones. tournaments, yeah. right. Like I'm not the type that's going to play a popular Josh Jacobs in tournaments. So, yeah, I'll, I'll look for somebody else. Um up top, I, I, up top, I'm gonna side with with King Henry, the big dog. Um, you know, he's just so good, and I love him at home. I love the way they use him. Um, sometimes he catches passes, sometimes he throws passes, um, and he just he has huge upside. So, I'll try to get to Derrick Henry on some lineups. Um, is there any like sort of contrarianish guy you're looking at? Um, I'll have one. I'm just looking at uh, the Titans Bengals matchup last year. Henry twenty carries, sixty two yards. Not great. Not um, great. Yeah. Sorry, I, you know, I should say I was before you before you finish. I was uh, I I saw Nick Chubb just run them over a couple weeks ago, and that was sort of stuck in my head. But yeah, that last week or uh, that matchup last year is slightly worrying. Yeah, we have that playoff game, but I believe the Bengals oh, are coming. Game. Yeah, the Bengals are coming off a bye as well, and like they're mm-hmm. known for their defensive coordinator being like one of the best at game planning, one of the best in the second half at, at turning games around, kind of thing. Now you get the extra week to plan against against Henry and this pretty bad uh, Titans passing offense. So I mean, mm-hmm. you look at that last game and. and and what the Bengals are, how they're going to attack them. So those are my thoughts with Henry. Okay. But yeah, he, I can be. I mean, he's always he always has the upside, but that's right. Kind of what I think there. No, but I mean, it's not like it's not not something that I'm. It's not like a strong take or anything. I have. Um, I I could. I could be talked into McCaffrey. I'm with you. I think he's like a little expensive and probably won't get that much ownership, but that's okay. Um. He's just he's got huge upside, um, so I think he'd be fine for tournaments too. Obviously, mm-hmm. I don't think anyone stands out. Just looking through the list, like Connor and Pierce, the guys we already talked about. But I don't think there's like one play here. Like we even mentioned Acres already. Um, oh, we got one more thing to talk about. I just saw um, Joe Mixon might be out this week with that concussion. It actually oh. seems like he's going to be out. Now, here's the thing. With all this cheap value, Samaji P. Ryan is not the cash play um, with, with, with this other value. Um, he just – he's never a guy that's going to get a ton of carries. They will he, he will be involved in the passing game, but I don't expect him to be like the workhorse. Um, so I think it would be a fine play in tournaments, but I would not go there in cash. People are going to see that three touchdown game last against against Pittsburgh. I mean, but I'm just telling you, it's not a cash play. 
Yeah, it looks like Travion Williams got some touches as well last week after Mixon went down. Um, not saying he's going to take Pirine's role, but I, th- I think he's a guy who caught a lot of passes at Texas A&M, so yeah, probably take some just, of those receptions as well. Yeah, P. P Ryan is not going to be like a three-down workhorse. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but that's, I don't know, that's, that's kind of really it for yeah, running mean, backs, unless I don't see really any long no, that's shots it. I want to consider. That's it. Um, receivers, receivers for tournaments. Um, sort of mentioned all three of these top guys already. Hill, Adams, Hopkins, obviously they all make sense. Chase coming back this week. Um, you got to keep an eye on news with that one. I wouldn't want to play him if he's limited, but this is one of those where not many people are going to play him. At least I don't think so. Yeah, not many people are going to play him. They're just not, especially for the same price as Hopkins. So I think I think Chase is fine. I think if you want to take – that's a gamble. Obviously, that's a gamble, but it's one that might be worth taking. Um, let's see. Going down more, we talked about this 6K range is loaded. Um, I'm going to be on those guys that we talked about pretty much. Um I'll mention some cheap guys first. There's a lot of cheap receivers in play for for tournaments this week. Um, I guess starting at the starting at the top of the 5K range. So we mentioned Drake London. Drake London, good play for 4900. They should be passing. No pits. We mentioned Peoples Jones, 4800. If that weather's going to be crazy, you might want to be off of Peoples Jones. Going down more, Mac Hollins, 4,400 is interesting. Uh, Garrett Wilson. Garrett Wilson was the chalk last week at 4,900. People played him in cash games. People played him everywhere. He busted. Now he's down to 4,300, so you could take a chance on Garrett Wilson. Um, and then Traylon Burks. Traylon Burks had a monster game uh, against the Packers. Seven catches, 111 yards. Uh, so you could take a shot on Burks. I mentioned Nico Collins for 4,100. I don't mind taking a shot on Nico Collins. We mentioned Dorch for 3,100. So it's loaded this week. Cheap wide receiver is loaded this week. You can take a chance on any of these guys. Um, I don't know. Did you have any thoughts? Or maybe you had somebody, you know, there's a lot of chalk in this 6K range. I guess you mentioned Amari, Amari Cooper's a decent pivot. Um, like who? Who would be sort of the leverage play in this range? I think that, like, you can. So we got. I was. I'm just gonna bring up. Maybe it's stupid or. or no, maybe it's not. I don't think anyone's gonna do it. But we got Chris Olave at 6600, yeah. and we have Ayuk at 6400. So Debo Samuel hamstring not gonna be 100 percent, even if he starts or even if he plays, uh, not 100 percent. So I mean, you have those guys in that game. Uh, this, I mean, the Saints defense really hasn't been that good. So you, you think if, you know, 49ers get an early lead kind of a thing, it's going to be Dalton chucking the ball a lot. Olave gets a lot of those passes, gets a lot of those targets. He's all. It seems like he's always in play for 100-plus yep. yards kind of a thing. And yep. I mean, he's, I he's, in this range right with, he's in this range with all these other guys who are going to be popular. Uh, yep. So. I think that's the exact right call, yep. He's not going to be popular, and he, you're not like – taken a big step down you know he's still a good play with a ton of upside um the last thing i'll say is keep an eye on the status of mike williams yet to practice this week um if he were to be out josh palmer would continue to be a good play even with keenan allen i mean it'd be palmer and keenan allen you look at palmer's log he's been crushing eight catches again last week 106 yards two touchdowns so yeah keep an eye on the mike williams news is there any reason to make a pivot to DeAndre Carter? Yeah, like, yeah, in tournaments, that's another good guy to bring up. Absolutely, if Mike Williams is out. Absolutely, because um, that's like a little bit of a different dynamic. We've seen, like, you'd almost like DeAndre Carter more than in these other weeks where it's been Keenan out and Mike Williams in there. Cause like Mike Williams is sort of their deep threat, big play threat, touchdown threat. You know, Keenan doesn't always run the deepest routes. So yeah, I think, I think Carter would benefit from Mike Williams being out. I'd say another boost is like Gerald Everett's coming back from a groin injury, but he didn't miss much time with it. What if he tweaked his his groin again in the game and Gerald Everett basically plays as a wide receiver, even though he's listed as a tight end. 
Yeah. Um, so that's yep. another and reason why like a guy like Carter could get more snaps than we even think he's going to get. So. Yep. Absolutely. Um, speaking for tight ends, do you have anything tight else ends. to say on tight ends? Yeah. <laughs> actually, what you just said, okay. Gerald Everett is playable as well. Actually, Gerald Everett is playable also. Um, if if Mike Williams is out, you just see tight ends week this week, and Gerald Everett eight targets, nine targets before this last game, five catches in three straight. So I definitely think you could uh, like just um, Herbert, Keenan Allen, Gerald Everett. Um, it's pretty good right there. Run it back with Connor or Hopkins. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't mind that. Um, mentioned Andrews at the top. I think Andrews is the move at the top. And, yeah, I mentioned the guy. The guy I like this Trey McBride, uh, 3,100. But, yeah, tight end is not great. Mm-hmm. You got any thoughts for specific positions or anything? Yeah, um, I don't think so. I mean, I, I I think we covered pretty much everything. Um, you don't you don't have a suggestion of which defense is going to get a, a touchdown? Yeah, I mean those those ones that we mentioned. I mean, I just I really like those better than all the rest. Um, specific defense to get a touchdown. 49ers when Andy Dalton is just chucking the ball around when they're down by 14 yeah, points in the first half? You could definitely see that. I mean, there's a lot of home defenses in good spots. Uh, the Dolphins against Davis Mills. I could see, actually, Washington against Mariota. I could see that for sure. Um, yeah, there's a lot of home defenses in good spots this week. Yeah, kind of the situation we mentioned. If, if the Falcons don't have success running the ball, Mariota's going to have to throw it. Uh, you got Chase Young back, and Washington has, has already been playing yeah. pretty well defensively. So, Yeah, that defensive line is good. Now with Chase Young back, I think they have three first-rounders on that defensive line. Yeah, it's a – it's yeah. I don't know. They might be too popular. Back-to-back games with touchdowns, and I'm seeing it. <laughs> yeah, but luckily they won't be because they're 3,600 and because Chiefs are chalk. All right. Uh, I guess before uh, I have a couple more questions, football is officially back on Monkey Knife Fight with all the NFL actions you're looking for. And if college football is more your speed, they've got plenty of that too. A Monkey Knife Fight, there's no sharks, no salary caps, and no math. It's just easy to play, easy to win, daily fantasy player props. Join now at monkeyknifefight.com and you'll get your first game free. Then use promo code RWNFL to get your first deposit match instantly up, up to $100. So what are you waiting for? Join Monkey Knife Fight today. Is there anything else left to say? How are we going to win a million bucks? How are we going to win some GPPs here? Um, is it with these the matchups, the games we already talked about with the Chargers, Cardinals, Raiders, Seahawks? Is so, that how we're going to win? Yeah. So for me, hopefully, for me, I play 20 GPP lineups every week, and I play only single entries, three max, five max. Um, so for me, I don't have to go cr- quite as contrarian or you know crazy leverage spots. Um, but if if we're somebody's going to win a million, man, I think I, I like your Heineke call, Heineke McLaurin London, something like that. Um, that looks like one of the better sort of off the board stacks to me, and then. Uh, yeah, two more. You know, I did. I mentioned Lamar. I, no one's going to play Lamar, of course, because he hasn't been great. But him, Andrews, and someone from the Jags, maybe that's going to be low owned. Um, and then I'll just mention this one because this guy has won so many tournaments for people when nobody play him plays him, and that's Joe Burrow. So no one's going to play Burrow. He's ended up in the winning lineup so many times the last two years. You could run something back with Traylon Burks if you don't want to use Derrick Henry. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Some ideas. All right, I kind of screwed this up here. I, I overlooked the weather report in Washington. 46 degrees, 87% chance of rain. Mm, okay. It didn't seem like – obviously, it's early, you know, it's yeah, early yeah, on Friday yeah. here. Um, but, yeah, we just, we'll, 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 we'll keep an eye on all weather – it actually, it looks good from what I'm looking at. From what I'm looking at, it's going to be okay. There's, you're right, chance of rain, but 
condition should be fine for for passing from from what I'm seeing. But yeah, keep keep an eye on it. Okay. Yeah, cool. I'll I'll do a I'll do a single entry Heineke lineup. We'll, we'll see if I can get last or first. We'll see what happens. Maybe I'll actually just just for the purposes of the show, I'll make one for my uh, for one of my lower lower stakes entries. Fine, if you don't want to win that much money, I guess. <laughs> All right, uh, you got anything else here for this show? I don't think so. I think uh, it was a good summary. Awesome. All right, so good luck to everyone for Sunday's 11-game slate. You can find Ryan at Ryan Belangi. I'm at Rotos Drake on Twitter. If, you, if you're into all kinds of DFS, we're doing all this soccer content for the World Cup. DraftKings has bigger contests for some of these games. We got a big showdown between USA and England on Friday, but, of course, that's two hours from now, so you're probably listening to this after that game. <laughs> so, But uh, good luck to everyone, and Scott and Ryan will be here next week to talk DFS. Yep. Thanks, Adam. Good luck, everybody.